My heart is full and my heart is thankful and grateful for all that God has done. Hallelujah. Do I need to move my mic down? Okay. Okay. I'll keep talking. <laughs> well, we heard from some of our brothers and sisters, but let me ask everybody in here tonight. Do you have anything to be thankful for? Has the Lord been good to you? I know sometimes we just get so caught up in life and then we're just almost at a loss of words for how we want to express our gratitude to the Lord. And I was just thinking about this today. It just kind of this little thoughts just came to me today that, you know what, if we ever can't express what's in our heart to the Lord, other than praying in tongues, a good thing to do is go to the book of Psalms. Go to the book of Psalms and just read some of the wonderful things that the psalmist David expressed. We can borrow from him. You know that he was an expressive and he was a passionate man. God said he was a man after his own heart. When you think about David and you think about the Jewish people, God chose them for various different reasons that they would be the one that the Messiah came through. But I really believe one of the reasons that God chose the Jewish people to be the lineage that Jesus came through is they were an expressive bunch. He didn't want a bunch of deadbeats. He didn't want a bunch of conservative, stiff people. He wanted some expressive people. Just reading the Psalms, you think about it. You know, if they got upset, they tore their clothes. You know, if they were angry, I mean, they might go out and kill somebody. They were expressing. And when they got happy about praising the Lord, they'd sing, they'd shout. All night long, sometimes they'd carry on. The Bible even talks about David, that David danced before the Lord with all of his might. And God loved it. God likes it. God likes it when we express what is in our heart. God's done some marvelous things for us, folks. How many of you are saved? How many of you are not going to hell? Woo! That's something to shout about. When you get tempted to get down or think, I don't got anything to be grateful for, let me just pardon you just for a moment here. Just start thinking about everything in the light of eternity. You're going to spend eternity with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. If everything else is going wrong in your life, just start thinking, I'm going to heaven. I'm saved. Hallelujah. And there's another note under that. Not only are we going to heaven, but if we'll hook up with the word of God and believe him, we'll have days of heaven on earth right here, right now, in the nasty, now and now. Amen. How many of you have ever experienced healing in your body? Glory be to God. How about restoration in your soul? Your mind may have been so tormented with thoughts of the devil, so burnt out on this and burnt out on that. But the psalmist David said in Psalms 23, he restores my soul. Hallelujah. The word of God will make a soul that was once tormented. Your mind. That was maybe so cluttered. You couldn't even think a straight thought. The word of God will restore 
her soul. Hallelujah. How about anybody in here ever experienced financial breakthrough? We heard some of them tonight. Glory be to God. So I just want to encourage you to stop and just be grateful. Take some time and start reading some of the Psalms. And I know that David didn't speak in English like our Bibles are translated. He spoke in Hebrew. But I'm telling you, the message comes across. Hallelujah. What was in his heart. And it'll just help you to be able to express that heart of gratitude. This is the proper protocol when we come into God's presence. Let's look at Psalms 100 verse 4. We'll look at it first in the King James Version. This passage of scripture is becoming familiar to us. But we're going to talk about it just a little bit more. In the King James it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. There's proper protocol to entering into his presence. And that is with thanksgiving. You know, if you were to go and visit the White House, perhaps you get an appointment with the president. You don't just go hop, skip and jumping in there in your jeans and your tennies and all casualed out. No way. You have to go through protocol. There's procedures. They have to instruct you on how you are to behave. Well, God is saying, when you come into my presence don't just come in there oh it's just God oh I'm just gonna go talk to God folks he's God he's God almighty he's the most high God he's the savior he's the redeemer he redeems our life from destruction we need to go into his presence thanking him go into his presence praising him and blessing his name an attitude of gratitude even what don was talking about on our jobs when we have just the presence of god upon us and we're being a good employee people notice that people notice it when you have the right attitude did you know that god takes note when we have an attitude of gratitude you know, he, he, he's not, you know, he's not going to not bless you if you're all bummed out and all of that stuff. But he wants us to not stay in that state of, oh, man, life's so terrible. And this is so wrong. And this is so awful. If we can cultivate on the inside of us a heart of thanksgiving, a heart of gratitude just for what he has done. That's the way to enter into his presence. Pastor's been sharing this passage out of the message, so we'll put it up one more time in case some of you haven't seen it. I love this. Enter with the password. What's the password? Make yourselves at home talking praise. Thank him. Worship him. We know that when you have the right password, you can get into places. If you forget your password, it is a bummer. I've had this happen a few times. I go to get on the computer and I might want to get into this account or into this account. And I'll just tell you, I have the unfortunate... It's unfortunate, actually, that my passwords are linked to past pastors. A lot of our little accounts and things I want to get into are under his name. And it'll say, denied, denied. And I'm like, honey, what's the password? Try this. Try that. 
I don't remember. And I go, ah! I want my own account. I don't want to have to rely on your password. He has like jillions of them. I have like two or three. But I'm thankful. <laughs> but it is frustrating when you get that access denied, wrong password, password doesn't match the account. It's not a happy day. But you know what? We can always get into God's presence. Glory be to God. And you know what gives us wonderful access? Thank you, Lord. Lord, I'm thankful. Lord, I'm grateful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then look at that other little phrase. I like this. Make yourself at home talking praise. Make yourself at home talking praise. Some people say, well, God knows I love him. God knows I've got a silent praise in my heart. You know what? If it's in your heart, it's going to come out your mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. You may not be a wild-eyed Pentecostal like me and run up and down the aisles and scream and shout and your hair on fire and all that stuff. But every single one of us ought to be comfortable with a lifestyle of praise. If all you can get out is, I love you, Jesus. Cultivate that. If you're uncomfortable raising your hand, start like this. Oh, Jesus. Lord, before long, you'll be raising your hands freely. Make a lifestyle of praise a way of life. Be at home praising the Lord. Not just thankful on turkey day. Thankful every day for what he has done. Then again, let's think about the psalmist David. We're not going to forget to remember and rehearse all that God has done. These are familiar psalms tonight, but they blessed me today as I was reading them. The word's always good, isn't it? So let's look over at Psalms 103, and we'll begin at verse 1. Psalms 103, verse 1. A Psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And just a little bit that's within me. When I feel like it, when I have this overwhelming sense of love on the inside of me. No, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all. Everybody say all. all. Everybody say all. all. Is Jesus your all? Yes. Is Jesus the reason for your existence? Is Jesus the one who is the affection of all of your love, your praise, and your worship? Then he says here, all that is within me. Bless His holy name. All that is within me. Again, I think that's part of why God chose the Jewish people. Because they really would get into it with all that was within them. They'd either be all out backslidden or all out praising God. There really was never too much in between. 
all or nothing with that bunch. But he liked it because they, when they'd praise him, it was with all their heart. All that was within them. Let's look at verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all. Say it again. All. Say it again. All. Is there a theme here? We're supposed to bless him with all that is within us. We're not supposed to forget any of his benefits, but we're to to remember all his benefits. Read on. Who forgiveth all. Everybody say all. All. Everybody say all. all. Aren't you glad when you got born again that you didn't get up from that place of prayer and oh, you were so thankful that Jesus was in your life and you're walking back and he says, well, I've forgiven you for most of your sins. But there's a couple doozies that, you know, I'm not sure. We're going to have to work on that for a while. That's, That's way out there. No, he forgives us all. In case you don't know what iniquity is, it's sin. He forgiveth us of all our iniquities. What else does he do? Who healeth how many of our diseases? 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 Hallelujah. Those stripes upon his back. That blood that was shed, not only did it redeem us of our sin, but thank God those precious stripes upon his back that were for our healing of all thy diseases. Every disease known to man and every new disease that might crop up, because I understand the medical field says there's always new diseases coming up on the face of the earth. That's why he said, I'm going to heal you of all everybody say all it doesn't matter where it came from it doesn't matter why it's on your body it doesn't matter if medical science doesn't even know what it is he heals us of how many all are diseases does that make you happy that's right Mayla oh say it again honey oh There's a fiery little girl. Jesus loves her, boy. She blesses the Lord with all of her heart. Woo! Hallelujah. She's listening. Oh, glory be to God. (laughs) Now let's keep reading. What else? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Everybody take a shout break. Woo! Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. What is our soul supposed to do, just in what we read here? Are we supposed to worry? Are we supposed to fret? Are we supposed to be afraid? Are we supposed to be angry and upset? Are we supposed to curse God? Are we supposed to question the Lord? Why, Lord, why? Why, why, why do I have such a heavy load? Why, Lord, why? No. No, we don't want to go there. What are we supposed to do? We're supposed to bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Then what else are we supposed to do? Don't 
forget the benefit package. All that he has done. All that he has done. I dare say if you get hired on a job and they just kind of in passive, they, they mention that there's benefits. You're sitting there through the interview and all, all the process of, of being a new employee. But one thing is probably on your mind. What are the benefits? I want to hear about that benefits package. And when they come up with the benefits package and they say, you have two weeks vacation right off the top after you're here for a month or whatever, you're not going to walk out of that office and forget about those benefits. You're going to get out your calculator and you're going to, to the T, to the minute, make sure you get those two weeks. Because <laughs> it's a benefit. It's part of working there. And you want to enjoy that package. Yet believers take such little time to examine the word and find out about our benefits package. He said, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. All that is within me. Bless the Lord. And don't forget his benefits. Hallelujah. When I was reading this today, I got this. This is what we have as believers. We have a BBP. Believers benefit package. And it's in the Bible. Another B. (laughs) It's in the Bible. What is it? We just said it, but we'll repeat it because it's important. He forgives all our sins. He heals us from all diseases. He redeems our life from destruction. Folks, there's destruction available on the left and on the right. There's tragedy. There's accident. There's all sorts of stuff available. But we're redeemed. You know what the Bible says that the redeemed are supposed to do? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Everybody say, I'm redeemed. From all destruction. I'm redeemed from all tragedy. It shall not come nigh my dwelling. You ought to leave your house every day with that on your lips. I am redeemed and I am redeemed from destruction. Hallelujah. It's not coming near me. Then he says he's going to crown us with loving kindness and tender mercy. Then I'm liking this one more and more every day. He renews our youth. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, Kathy's 60 years old now almost this week. You need some renewal, sister. He renews. He renews our youth. Hallelujah. Just like the eagle. These guys over here, they're all way older than I am. Kathy just turned 60. Terry just, I'm going to tell them all. Terry just, hold on. (laughs) Let's just say this. They need renewal. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) He renews our youth. Then I like this one. He ends with, he satisfies your mouth with good things. Everybody say good things. Woo. You know, all that he has done, all the promises in his word, when we feast on the word of God, we ought to go, "Mm, yum, yum, yum. That is delicious. 
Jeremiah said, I believe in Jeremiah 15, 16, thy words were found and they were unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. He was eating the word, feasting on the word, and it was leaving a good taste in his mouth. The psalmist said, he satisfieth my mouth with good things. You may have a relative that is like me, an amazing cook. What can I say? (laughs) Well, I get a witness. Anyhow. And they cook up these delicious holiday meals. And you don't, you're not a cook maybe, and you have no clue of everything that went in this pie or these cookies or this wonderful salad or whatever it might be. But when you taste a bite of it, mm, your mouth is satisfied. Mm, it's leaving a good taste in your mouth. And sometimes it's so delicious that all you can say is, oh, 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 that's good. Oh, mm, 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 oh. More, please. Yes. Mm. Isn't that the truth? When you taste and see that something is good, what do you want? More. I looked up O today. Has anybody ever looked up the word O? And again, I know that the Psalms was not written in our English. And I don't know what the Hebrew word is for O. But I'm sure it's good. But in our language, the word O It says this, it's used to express strong emotion. Used to express strong emotion. Oh, now I'm not sure. I don't think that that would be real romantic if you just looked at your husband or wife and went, oh, but (laughs) nonetheless, David over and over, I'm not going to read all of them, but over and over in the Psalms, they begin with the word Oh, he was so overwhelmed with the goodness of God and the mercy of God that oftentimes the first thing out of his mouth was, oh, God, you are so good. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul expressing strong emotion and strong love for our almighty God. He knew how awesome it was to praise the Lord. We ought to feel, oh, God, you're so good. Let me show you one verse. We'll look at more than one. But Psalms 107, we'll look at verse 8. Hallelujah. So overwhelmed with the goodness of God. And he understood how awesome it was and how wonderful it was to praise God. Because you know when you praise and magnify him, God does inhabit the praises of his people. When we praise and we worship and we magnify him, you know what happens? His presence comes down upon you. He's in us. But when you praise him, you're going to sense a tangible presence coming down upon you. Have you ever just been worshiping God in your house and you got music on and you're praising him? Woo! And you might go outside and you come back in and it's like, woo, 
God is in this place. The benefits of praising and worshiping God. The psalmist said this. Is that up there, y'all? Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his what? And for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then look at the rest of this. For he satisfieth the longing soul. He filleth the hungry soul with what? What does he fill us with? We're supposed to praise him for what? Look at verse 8, the top of it again. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for what? Once we praise him for his goodness, what does he satisfy us with in verse 9? He satisfieth the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. I don't know if you all get that, but I just was blessed by that. When we praise and magnify him for his goodness, then he fills us with his goodness. Woo! He shows up and he shows out in our life. He overtakes us with blessing. He fills the longing soul with his goodness and with his presence. Hallelujah. David had seen God's goodness and his wonderful works. And that's why he said, oh, he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. In this same chapter, look at verse 15. He repeats this phrase again for emphasis. He says it again. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then again in verse 21. Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Three times in this one chapter, he's saying, praise the Lord for he is good. What were the children of Israel told to do when they faced the enemy? Now, over there in Second Chronicles and King Jehoshaphat, they were surrounded by all of these ites. It wasn't a good day. But God told them, send the praisers out first. And this is what you're supposed to say. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Everybody lift up your hands. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Say it again. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Say it again. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. One more time. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And the Bible tells us, you can read the account over in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, that as they began to utter those words, praise the Lord 
For his mercy endureth forever. That God caused their enemy to be defeated. They got confused. They killed each other. Because when we praise the Lord and bless and magnify him, it's something that the devil can't deal with. He doesn't know what to do with the praises of God's people. You know what it does? Praise steals the enemy. If you got thoughts bombarding your mind that this is bad and that's bad and God's forgotten you and all of that stuff, I just dare you. Double dog dare you. That's a good Oklahoma term. I double dog dare you to act on the word of God and start praising God. When you start magnifying and praising God, you know what happens to the lies of the devil? They take, they take off because he is an eagle maniac and he wants you to praise him. He wants you to magnify him. He wants you to talk about all the trouble he's trying to stir up. He wants you to talk about all your aches and pains and woe is me and all of that stuff because that's magnifying him. But when you ignore all of that and you start praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is with within me bless his holy name you know what happens the devil takes off he wants to be magnified and we're not going to magnify him we're going to bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name you take a couple more psalms here hallelujah i didn't know i had that much but are y'all well it's only 734 <coughs> You know, the word is full of revelation. Woo! I'm encouraging you. Go and read these Psalms. I was so blessed when I looked up every Psalm that said, oh, in it. It's awesome. (laughs) Psalms 34, verse 8. This is good. This is good. This is what we're doing tonight. Oh! Everybody say, oh! Oh! Taste and see that the Lord is what? Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Anybody in here, can I get a witness tonight? Have you tasted of the Lord? Have you been a partaker of his faithfulness, of his goodness? Hallelujah. It was sweet. Oh, Jesus is sweet and he gets sweeter as the days go by. Oh, taste and see. If you're not walking with the Lord, it's time for you to taste and see of the Lord's goodness. There's nothing in the world that can compare to him. There's nothing out there that can satisfy like Jesus satisfies. Jesus satisfies the longing soul and he fills that longing hunger soul with his goodness hallelujah i saw something else in this verse today actually when pastor was preaching this morning you know it's a good thing to come to church revelation knowledge flows in this place the word of god is alive signs and wonders follow the preaching of the word and just sitting there today as he was just about ready to close i just heard this i wasn't even going to share tonight but i just heard this in my spirit thanksgiving is related to trust thanksgiving stems from trust and then i saw this verse blessed is the man that trusteth 
in him. Do you trust him? Are you confident in him? Are you fully persuaded that he loves you? That he cares for you? That he's watching over you? Are you convinced that he will never leave you nor forsake you? Are you bold to take his promise because his word is true? And he is not a man that he should lie if he's spoken it in his word. Do you believe his word? Do you remember all these benefits that we talked about tonight? Do you trust him? Hallelujah. Is your confidence in him? Well, then you know what happens? Our hearts will be filled with praise and thanksgiving. Because when you trust somebody, you know their word is true. You know if he said, by my stripes, you are healed. Even if a sickness tries to attach itself because you trust him, you'll lift up your hands and you'll say, thank you, Lord, for my healing. When there's no money in your checking account and you've been faithful to tithe and faithful to give, you will trust him and that trust will produce thanksgiving and you'll lift up your hands in boldness and you will say Lord I thank you that you promised that you would rebuke the devourer for the tither that you would open up the windows of heaven blessing I thank you Lord I trust your word that says that you would meet all of my needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus Lord I trust you And so now I lift my hands and I thank you. I thank you for abundance. I thank you for favor. I thank you for breakthroughs. Hallelujah. If you trust him, you'll be thankful. It goes together. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Can you take one more O? Psalms 31, verse 19. We'll look at this one in the Amplified. Woo-hoo-hoo. PT said he's getting ready for cheery O's. <laughs> getting hungry for some cheery O's. Some of you will never look at a cheery O the same way. <laughs> well, that's PT's revelation. Revelation is flowing. What can I say? Psalms 31, verse 19 in the Amplified. Whew, I can hardly say another O. I'm getting happy up here. <clears throat> oh, everybody say it with me. I need help. Oh, then look at the rest of this. How great is your goodness. We're talking about the goodness of God. Then look at this, which you have laid up. For those who fear, revere, and worship you. We're talking about when you trust him, you're thankful. When you're thankful, hallelujah, look at this. When you worship him, now go on and read the more. Goodness, which you have wrought for those who do what? Do you trust him? Are you grateful? Are you confident in him? 
goodness which you have wrought for those who trust and take refuge in you before the sons of men. Hallelujah. Woo. Oh. Oh. How great is your goodness. Then look at that phrase. Which you have laid up. There's goodness that every believer partakes of when they get born again. But you know what? Jesus gets gooder and gooder and gooder and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. I believe just by looking at this verse right here that there's more goodness. There's some goodness that's just not lying out here on the surface that people are not going to get a hold of just by, you know, showing up to church every six months. There is a goodness that is laid up. Woo! A super over exceedingly abundantly above goodness that's laid up for those that will revere those that will worship those that will look at the rest of this put their trust and take their refuge Woo! is he your hiding place you got your trust in him is he your most high god Are you abiding in the shadow of the Almighty? Are you taking refuge in Him? Are you delighting greatly in His promises? Hallelujah. Woo! Are you in His presence saying, Oh, God, I bless you. Oh, God, thank you for your goodness. Woo! Oh, God, I'm going to magnify you and I'm going to be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful for the goodness that has shown up in your life. Don't despise the blessings and the breakthroughs that you have seen. Maybe they're not as big as you would like. But if you will be grateful and have an attitude of thanksgiving for the goodness that you have seen. I just hear the Spirit of God say, there'll be more. (laughs) <laughs> more goodness shall show up and show out in your life. Oh, we got to look at Psalms 23. Psalms 23. This is what we're positioning ourselves for. Woo! When we worship and revere and magnify him. Psalms 23 verse 5. Surely goodness And mercy, what's it going to do? Follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Woo! If you're a blesser and you're a praiser and you trust the Lord and you're thankful and you're grateful, you got goodness and you got mercy. Woo! You're not having to chase after it. It's laid up for you. Hallelujah. But it's going to follow you. Woo! It's hunting you down. God's hunting you down. God's looking for some people that he can show his goodness to. He's looking for some candidates that he can show himself strong to. And it begins with those that are so thankful for those that in their heart, they're just so overwhelmed with his goodness that all they can say is, oh God.
laid up with my goodness. And the password to getting into those storehouses that contain all that you need is thank you. Woo, thank him in advance. Lord, we thank you. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, let's go ahead and worship the Lord. Have you got something over there, PT? We're worshiping him already. His presence is awesome in this place. We thank you for it, Lord. We honor you.